0: Hello, Rebecca. Hey, Ben, how are you?
1: I'm really good, thanks.
0: Thanks for joining us on Hot Air.
1: Pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So I understand that you've been working on the 62.2 committee where they've been working on a new addendum. I've been
1: working on the new addendum. Yeah, that's right.
0: Can you tell us about the new addendum? Well,
1: it's, um, it's an addendum which, uh, for the first time, considers harm as a basis for regulating contaminants in homes. Uh, we, we're certainly very excited about it. And it's, it's based on work that's been uh, started around 10 years ago, which started to think about how we might consider the harm caused by exposure to contaminants in homes so that we can rank them by the order of harm that they all cause and then uh, start to treat the most harmful contaminants first, which then is a more cost-effective way of treating contaminants and uh, approaching indoor air quality. And hopefully, uh, when applied across the whole population of the US and other uh, countries that use ASHRAE standards, will have the greatest effect on the greatest number of people for
0: the least number of dollars. That sounds great. And and we know that human beings generally want to avoid things that harm us. How can these sorts of agenda be used in the future?
1: So they have great scope outside of ASHRAE 62.2. So the 0.2 standard considers dwellings, but uh, uh, the first standard also considers non-domestic spaces. And so with a little tweaking, it could be applied to that as well. But the, the nice thing is, is that the framework can be applied to any indoor space you care to think of. It could be your car. It could be uh, a space station. It could be the shop on the corner. And um, I guess then it's not only of interest to ASHRAE, but it would be interesting to any other organization that wants to regulate indoor air quality. So it could be ISO, could be uh, the Chartered Institution of Building Services in the UK, the European Committee for Standardization, RAVER in Europe, or any, any organization like that.
0: What research has gone into this work? Well, here
1: at the University of Nottingham, we built on the shoulders of giants. We're standing on the shoulders of giants. About 10 years ago, work was done at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, which began to think about how we might prioritise the harm or consider the harm caused by indoor contaminants so that we can rank them. Um, A lot of very smart people have studied how various contaminants impact diseases and how various diseases harm populations. So the work that we've done is taken all that science and turned it into metrics for which harm from different sources can be compared and most importantly quantified. So the, the metric that we use is the disability adjusted life year, which is a well-known metric in both the health side and the economic side. Thankfully, though, uh, ASHRAE engineers won't ever have to come across the disability adjusted life year. They just need to know that is the metric that underpins the harm budgets and the ventilation rates and the threshold concentrations that are given in the addendum.
0: Talk to me about like, particulates. Like, where can some of them come from?
1: Okay, so the, the primary source of PM2.5s in our home is from cooking. So every time you cook something that gives off smoke, or, or not, not just steam, but smoke, uh, so when you fry something, if you think of a, a nice fried breakfast, maybe if you're making pancakes or a steak, uh, something like that, it's really, really important you turn your range hood on. Because you certainly wouldn't want people to go and cook outside But it's really important then that because you can't remove this contaminant source from your home, that you actually and actively do something about it by using your range hood. Other contaminants like uh, the PM2.5s come from your gas stove. But actually, if you're using your range hood when you're cooking, it will capture both the particulate matter and the nitrogen dioxide. Formaldehyde comes from uh, lots of different mechanisms, but, uh, but often from the materials within our homes. So it's very important then to maintain a background ventilation rate in order to
0: deal with that. Like, What would your dream solution be to solve or address IEQ issues?
1: Well, I think because these things apply to whole
0: population,
1: and your populations are roughly a third of a billion people, whereas uh, our population here in the UK is, is only a mere 70 million. Nevertheless, you make a small change to a lot of people, you have a significant change in health. And by focusing on the contaminants that cause the greatest harm in our homes, PIM 2.5, formaldehyde and nitrogen dioxide, we can have the greatest effect on the greatest number of people, hopefully for the least number of dollars even just a a small behavioral change for a significant fraction of the population will have a significant effect on population health. So turn your range hood on, try to cook on back burners, make sure your range hood extracts to outside, make sure your range hood has a a really
0: good capture efficiency. Thank you again for joining us, Ben. I'm Rebecca Matosowski, technical editor for ASHRAE Journal, and you've been listening to Hot Air.